The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. I think we're good. I see that we're getting levels here. Okay. You want to say something? I do want to say something. I can't wait to get this going. Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Welcome to the podcast known as Flippin' Radio. <laughs> Herein, it shall be rightly referred to as the most American of all podcasts. Your host is James Flippin. Podcasts. Your host is James, James Flippin. All right. So, hey. we're here. We're back. It's Flippin' Out Radio. We're having a little technical difficulty here today. What else is new? Don't worry. Uh, we're going to make it shine, James. Yeah. We'll make it through somehow, right? Mm-hmm. Anna is back with me. I'm very pleased to welcome her back to the illustrious Flippin' Out Radio studio here in Montclair, New Jersey. And we've got some interesting topics today. I wanted to discuss something I saw in the news recently, which is a ban on menthol cigarettes. Okay. Um, I also have some thoughts on, or rather a question, on the issue of immigration. Right. Uh, I don't know uh, if I'm qualified to answer, but well, I shall do my best. I mean, you ha- you are in fact someone who's immigrated I to, am the, an immigrant. Yep. to the United States, so yeah. I think that you have uh, potentially much more standing than even I to yeah, comment okay. on that. Right. Let's see what I can catch on that. Then. Also, we, um, let's see, I have to open up the phone itself to get these topics because I have a short-term memory problem. Imagine <laughs> that. I don't know why. I'm not going to attribute anything to that. Um, if doing this particular thing in the bathroom is rude, I wanted to discuss that. The Grammys and Jay-Z, an encounter I had at the Wendy's drive-thru, and potentially much more. Okay. It's right across the board. You are now about to experience the most American podcast ever created. Rumpus time is over. Rumpus, rumpus, rumpus time is over. Time is over. Time is over. Come on. The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Oh yeah! Heavens. Let's start with this menthol cigarettes ban. Now, I find this to be uh, very, very interesting because it's not a ban on cigarettes in and of themselves... And it's not a ban on anything that they think is particularly more dangerous in any given cigarette. In other words, when I read that, I thought, oh, okay, there must be something in the right. menthol part of it that makes it a bigger cancer risk or I thought whatever so it may like be. Or more, some... They have to add more chemicals to it. So yeah. It's going to be more harmful. I just figured there was going to be something about fiberglass because, you know, my uh, you know um, thing with menthol cigarettes has always been there's just something a little more chemically sure. there. You know, I don't know what exactly that is. but right. And, you know, in many ways, menthol kind of has sort of that taste anyway. Yeah, well, they're, and they're adding something to the already processed Of tobacco, course, right? no question about it. That makes sense. So, so the truth is that they think that menthol cigarettes are making you more addicted because they're more appealing to um, youth they're more appealing to people who might not like the taste of tobacco to begin with. Like, in other words, the fact that it's flavored with menthol is the reason why. It's not anything more dangerous right. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So 
I, I got thinking about this, as I am want to do, you know, sort of stereotypes are one of my favorite things. I'm a big <laughs> fan. Of, so, anyway, who do you think would be most affected by this particular ban? In my experience, and I used to be a smoker a long time ago, um, typically women smoke more menthol cigarettes, in my experience. I mean, I'm sure there's research to show whatever they want to show. Okay. Um, that's not exactly the answer I was expecting, but that's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 interesting, though, that you're saying that you do think there's any particular demographic that might be more affected. Now, for me, mm-hmm. I felt as though perhaps American black was going to be the most affected by the ban on menthol cigarettes because mostly black people smoke oh, do they? menthol cigarettes. Yeah, I, in my experience, right. there's been a lot of... It'll be, seeing that. It would be interesting to see what the data actually is then. So it's interesting to me, Did I you say... Did it up? Well, no, I haven't necessarily... <laughs> We're talking about where else is excellent. Well, no, I'm just saying <laughs> that, you know, like, I'm talking anecdotal here. Yeah, yeah. Anecdotal experience. And totally. Mine has been that women generally... Okay, great. Smoke. So women... And, and black people. Exactly. Whoa, Great. Well, that's sick. Well, you that's interesting because well, because <laughs> interesting that they should be the people that are very affected by this. Because I feel as though we've heard some similar things about like a voter ID card. Yeah. Right. So I find it very interesting that there hasn't been this outcry surrounding. Like, for example, let's say you are a black person, right? And you can't... <laughs> Just imagine that. <laughs> and you love, can't... Love radio. <laughs> you supposedly can't get a, a voter ID card, right? Because it's mm. very difficult for certain demographics. That's the outcry when it comes yeah, to voter totally, ID, yeah. right? That yeah. it's more difficult. But if you go to your corner store, now you actually can't buy Newports. So you tell me, Anna, which is really more of a burden... To the American black man, <laughs> the inability to go buy menthol cigarettes or potentially needing to get a voter ID card. That's what I'd like to know. And that's why I find it outrageous that more people aren't talking about this ban, this menthol, this cruel, <laughs> racist menthol cigarette ban. That's the way I see it. Well, I don't know, like, why, why they would want to stop black people smoking menthol cigarettes. I know, that's what I'd like to know. Because most most corporations want your money regardless of what the colour of your pocket is. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not sure... Well, it's the lawmakers, of course, that are banning the uh, menthol cigarettes. It's not like the companies deciding, oh, we're not going to offer this anymore. It's supposedly some New Jersey yeah, I mean, assembly... They're quite closely connected well, usually, true. aren't they? Yeah. Um, Although maybe that's changing. I mean, you know, there's been a lot of change recently in the... So uh... you're in lovely Jersey, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, you're talking about say... that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but so I, I she's, she's talking about Phil Murphy. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know... Are you, we'll excited, are you excited about him coming into office? I don't, it's really hard to get excited about politicians. Period, isn't mm-hmm. it? Regardless of what they, what platform they. How many, how many New Jersey with. governors have you had to deal with so far? Oh, I don't know. When the, did you we first had the gay move one. Here? I remember that one. Oh, McGreevy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I can't. I moved in um, two thousand and three. Okay, two. so I think that would have been. Well, Whitman might have still been. Oof, couldn't even remember that name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Christine but, Christine Todd Whitman. Okay. She actually became George Bush's. Uh, EPA secretary. Oh, we're getting a call into the, uh, the studio. No, this uh, <laughs> guy's coming to look at my bathroom. <laughs> Nobody needs to know about that. Oh, ow, 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 okay. Didn't it say to turn? Did I? I this way, right? Yeah, I think. 
I don't know. Okay, all right. I can't fuck around with this too much longer. Some trailer park is gonna get a shit on their front porch. Dandy. You know, either way, I'm stopping there. Okay. KFC, okay, I'm good. And there's the arches. Okay, okay, okay. Ah! Oh, it's fucking jammed. Oh, of course. Oh! Oh, shit. Oh, these fucking people. Oh, God. Okay. 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 This, this, this. Okay, so that's a great segue for the next thing. When it comes to going into the bathroom, okay, mm -hmm. I um, often go into this bathroom at work and it's like a common for the floor bathroom. So in other okay. words, there's like five different businesses that have little space that right. on the skin mm -hmm. floor. So there's a there's a large swath of individuals that might use this one bathroom. And if I'm not so if I work the the early morning shift, chances are I'm going to have to you know I'm talking about, you know, number 1 mm -hmm. at this point. I'm going to have to go piss. At some point, probably around like nine thirty or something, because that's when my coffee is kind of like you know kicking in. And that early shift starts at five, All right. so I'm drinking water in the meantime yeah. too. So I got to go. Now, if I don't rem remember to go in and do that by around I don't know eight o'clock, something mm -hmm. like eight fifteen. There's some magic time that it starts yeah. to cut off. These people, honestly, it's like they go to work just to take just a shit. Take a shit. <laughs> and you it's do, like, damn it, as soon as I it. go into the bathroom, it hits me like a ton of bricks. It's just awful. You see, it just, boom, right in your face. How do you do? Nine o'clock in the morning. Right. Enjoy this awful foul. So what right. I do is I put the shirt up over my face. When you're taking your piss. When I'm, yeah, I use the shirt, my shirt. That's now, that's not necessarily the best thing in the world because, again, I showered at that point maybe five hours ago. I use deodorant, but, yeah, you know, right. there's... You know, That's right. life is continuing. Yeah. But I'd still much rather my 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 musk mm -hmm. than right somebody else's smell of shit. And it's awful. It is just an awful. And it's not a great like. There's not much ventilation okay. in this particular That's bathroom. A whole separate so issue. my question is, I always tend to do this when the person's still there in the stall. I haven't really been confronted, thankfully, mm -hmm. by this dilemma. Yeah. But is it rude? If the person were to see me with the shirt over my face, is that rude? No, not not at all. You just said, "Okay, mate, you've just done a real bad <laughs> shit. It smells like holy hell in here, uh, and I don't really want to breathe any of it." So you wouldn't be offended if you saw God, no. someone. No, but see, I feel like you also have a much different. Uh, having I, known you a little bit, you yeah. have a more, like, realist sensibility about I mean, things. at least they're shitting in the bathroom, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, geez. When you, when you th think about it. So that's, you know, they're doing the appropriate action in the appropriate place. No, they place. are. That's very true. Um, it's just, you know, it just smells. So, it's awful. you know, you could, you know, lobby your buildings manager for some better ventilation like some fans or something well, like that Well that would be nice or I'll like tell you. air freshener. Yeah. But um, the fan would be very nice. But you know, if they're gonna the... shit then it's okay for you to try and mask the smell anyway. All you right, can. good. Well that, that makes would be me feel, my thinking. That makes me feel better about it. I'm not gonna have as much of a worry about it in the future. You are now about to experience the most American podcast ever created.
I attended and I have been um, inundated with, you know, brought into, made aware of the debate surrounding immigration when it comes to, like, New York City and this notion of a sanctuary okay, city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very interesting to me because I've now attended, you know, rallies on certain people's behalf and, you know, uh, the gentleman, uh, Ravi Rodbeer, yeah. who... I attended his press conference yesterday oh, where he cool. was talking about, you know, having been freed from federal custody and then uh, went to the State of the Union, actually. He was there at the speech. So um, it's very, very interesting to me that I, I feel as though when these the, these discussions are had and when I'm listening to people talk about it, there's never any distinction made between uh, legal immigration and illegal immigration. It's just coined with the term immigration. And I find that very interesting because as someone who considers themselves on the other side of the debate, I guess, I find it to be a pretty key distinction because I see where the one side says, look at all this country has grown and become because of immigration. Right. And look if, at, look and at the way that I've met... I've hardly met anyone who says they're American, they're Irish-American, or they're something American. There's always a prefix to that. So there's always a a recognition that um, you've come from somewhere else. Right. Yeah, and technically, unless you're willing to go back... And nobody says, I was an elite, my my great-grandparents were illegal immigrants. Nobody says that, right? They just said they came from somewhere else. Well, that's true. That that, um, recognition is, is lost in history. So you're saying that on the other side of the coin, it's also not necessarily something that's it's never discussed is it it's just like oh i just came from elsewhere so of course i was legal back then (laughs) well i mean i think that at the same time there's always uh these things you hear about or like i remember when i was a kid my grandmother had on the wall uh her father's certificate from ellis island you know the thing that they and he was english you know the thing that they had uh when they first came through and you know got their paper or whatever that said okay you're here now and it's cool um I just, to me, that's what's interesting about it is because I I often want to ask some of these officials who feel a certain type of way about the debate, do you just feel as though they're one and the same? You know, is there, should there be a distinction or is it, and I kind of think I know what the answer is, but I guess that's where I have the biggest trouble understanding the one side. It's like, well, why? Why can't we have any order or structure to the entire process i feel like there should be yeah absolutely um um so does that fly in the face of sanctuary cities then no not at all i mean it um if i i don't know it's such a such a difficult thing to even kind of grasp as to i mean you have to understand why people um emigrate why they leave their Mm -hmm. country because in general people don't they want to live a happy life where they're from, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you know, there's a di- big difference. There's definitely a difference between, you know, an immigrant and a refugee. That is legally and you know across the world. That is, you know, a very distinct difference, and people are treated very differently. Um, and I think, from what I can gather, from or the people way, with like TPS or like you know temporary protected status, people okay. coming from El Salvador, Haiti, right, in Haiti, yeah, um, natural disaster or something like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, and uh, but I, I think if it's a difference whether you're legal or illegal, I mean, th- w- the ramifications of that start be- 
when to, when you first want to become a legal immigrant, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you do that, mm -hmm. and why don't you do that if you if you end up being an illegal immigrant? What stops you becoming legal? Because I'm sure nobody wants to, you know, um, come into a country illegally mm -hmm. if they don't if they don't have to. Mm -hmm. Right, just because of all the hassle it produces, and you know, in this country, the um, bureaucracy and, it is and, hassle, right? and like the you've... the um, you know, you can be held in custody and that kind of stuff. Nobody wants that. Most people just want to work a decent wage and you know raise their families. Sure. Um, so how do you rectify then the you know the hassle right. as you call it with also needing some of that order that you alluded to yeah, agreeing exactly. with earlier on? I mean, what's yep. the there's a fine line, I guess, is the answer, right? Yeah, and um, um, I, I mean, it, it wasn't really such an issue before before this presidency, as it is as it is now, right? It wasn't so much in the in the forefront. We had the DACA that 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 took care of, right. you know that that. Yeah, but now he wants to offer a path to citizenship for people that that was already there. Anyway. Clarify under. <laughs> But there's more people included under this plan than there were under DACA, supposedly. Okay. Supposedly. It's okay. like, I don't know if it's an older cutoff or if it's a younger cutoff or whatever the term is. But, yeah. Or whichever way it goes. But supposedly there's more people. Okay. It'll but it's 12 years and they have to meet requirements based on employment or education, supposedly. Like they have to be studying or they have to have a job. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, that, that those sort of qualifications are not as easily met for some people as they are for others. Okay. Do you know what I mean? The, okay. the opportunities are not equal. Okay. We know, we know that. So, um, But, of course, they never really are for anybody. No, no, they? absolutely. So, you know, um, you know, the number of... Im Im um, but it's interesting how you, the more rocks... Countries. And I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, you know, being, being able to be a legal immigrant it will depend where you're from and all that kind of stuff as well. There's quotas and what have you. So, mm. you know, it's, it's fraught <laughs> with, um, with uh, um, lots of legalese and, and you know, access to, mm -hmm. to um, money, <laughs> information, all that kind of stuff. So you knew who Ravi Ragbeer was, it mm -hmm. seemed like. Why is he... And forgive my ignorance, I don't mean this in like a, why is he, a, I mean like, why is he a big deal? Like, what's his um, importance? Well, I think he was living here for like 20 or 30 years, right? So he's married, raised his children, stuff like that, and, you know, followed all the procedures and stuff like that. I'm not sure why he didn't have um, um, proper status here. That I'm not not too clear about. But he was... He did supposedly have like a conviction in this past for racketeering or something like that. Oh, okay, like that, that or... isn't, that aren't these things like kind of forgotten about at some point yeah no my my point is only to say that supposedly that and he was an activist an immigrant activist all that all that time helping other people stuff like and, that and so i don't I even that mean... might be a little bit of why it's it's an issue so it's his status well and that, yeah yeah okay because like to me i was just like interesting i hadn't heard of this guy and they hadn't even mentioned his affiliation up until yesterday i heard it a few times that it's the new sanctuary coalition mm -hmm. is the group that he's with um, but yeah. I don't know. It's just it's very very interesting to me when I hear guys like Mary and, de Blasio. Yeah, and I think if you, uh, like I say, this guy was an activist and working to help help people get status and you know keep them safe while they're here and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, I think part of part of the issue with his case in particular is that if you start kind of going after people like that, then it's who's going to defend people and help them get legal status mm -hmm. if, if people like him aren't around or they're, they're yeah. being picked but out. But to that point, if a guy's been here for 30 years and he hasn't yet gotten past 
temporary status. Why? I mean, that's... That, that, I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I just... I found it, I found it curious that <clears throat> he would be in that position mm. and yet be an activist yeah. at the same time. But not to say that he can't be. I just wondered. I wondered why. When I went with uh, Flippin' to a game, uh, it took about an hour. We had left two hours early. It took about an hour to go four blocks, five yeah, blocks. Yeah, Here's Flippin' doing the vet period. They fucking suck! The Radio Misfits <laughs> Podcast. Here's a call. Oh, my God. You wouldn't think if you read his tweets. Here's Ed. You wouldn't think that they were in the playoffs. Here's Ed in uh, Queens. Ed and Woodside. What? We got a good team this year. Fuck you! You're retarded! <laughs> We don't have a good fucking team. Uh, what are you voting for, Obama? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the post game. <laughs> um. So the Grammys. I didn't watch it. I don't know anything. Neither did <laughs> Educate I. me. <laughs> I didn't watch them either, but I know that. Uh, in and around the Grammys, there was a back and forth with um, a lot of the Me Too stuff. Okay. You know, the mm-hmm. um, sexual assault against women, and, and of course that's even more raw and uh, focused right now with all the Larry Nasser stuff that, that came out, the, the gymnastics doctor. Oh, that, God, yeah, um, hundreds of girls, right? Unbelievable, just like Young complete, girls. complete monster. Yeah. And the guy, like... Is this mousy little man with the dark glasses and stuff? It's just like, oh Disgusting. god, it makes you sick. Yeah. But at the same time, um, all this stuff is happening at at the Grammys with you know certain people in the entertainment industry taking a stand against, and they've had a lot of problems, obviously, with these accusations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harvey Weinstein, oh, and from, Kevin yeah. Spacey, and yeah. all this kind of stuff. So um, uh, Jay Z said that he thinks that we've kind of like at some point that sexual assault have been normalized and okay. and I just find it so interesting that a guy like that who I've listened to for years I'm a hip hop fan I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie you know he's talked about um, you know pimping ain't easy and you know money cash hoes yeah. and you know like ho this bitch this you know all this okay. kind of stuff and totally degrading women every single way from Sunday and yet there's not even like the slightest sense to me of contrition when he's talking about this stuff it's just like oh well you know i want everyone to know that this is something i'm not i'm i oppose and it's like yeah but aren't you the same dude who pressed those records like you know 10 years ago or you know am i remembering it wrong i don't love him i'm I'm chasing my duck am i replacing with another one who had to see she keep calling me big and my name is jc she was all of my gradually editor's note i actually love this song Taking over your bitch, coming over your bitch. I'm a beat up on your sofas, man. I'm eating posters from an open hand. You coming home to dish it and if you sold the cans, I got your bitch up in my rover, man. I never kiss her, never hold her hand. In fact, I kiss her. I'm a bolder man, I'm a pimper. It's over, man. When I twist her in the gold sedan, like I'm Goldie, man. You bitch told you, man. Chick a man, iceberg with the frozy hands. Wait a minute, don't make it frozy, man. Yeah, I think he's just jumping on the bandwagon, dude. Yeah, he? yeah, and that's where I find it so frustrating that a lot of the stuff that is very legitimate in these social um you know avenues of expression mm-hmm. and, and, and reform and so on and so forth get piggybacked on by stuff like that yeah and it does da- it does downgrade the, the the efforts that people make right yeah it like turns it into pop culture when it's really anything but like 
should Colin Kaepernick be the face of police reform? Is he really? <laughs> I mean, it's more like, you know, taking a knee at football games, which does that have as much to do with what, you know, is going on as people would like to think? Or do people even know about that that's what he was really debating right, right. when that all started two years ago? I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I would hope so. <laughs> you know, it depends, I would like to think so too. How, at how least because it's like, how else is it? How else is it even? Is it getting us anything? Right. Is it providing yeah, uh, anything? You right? know, otherwise people are just thinking. You know, he's doing it to just be kind of inflammatory, and that would be kind of a shame that 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 uh, that anyone would think that. It's just that's the lack of like reporting and information yeah, in it. That's fair, and I think it also goes to show you what a lot of these outlets are interested in reporting on, yeah. which is really more the outrage than Yeah, and just, just a one line about. and move on. Yeah. There's no no real analysis. There's no... Um, you're not given a chance to think about anything. Right. Um, but uh, I, I, I was actually... Um, sorry, I was list- texting my boss back that? then to know my middle name for a form that she's filling out, so please continue. Okay, what is it? Christopher. Oh, that's yeah. boring. Let's hump it up. Come on, what else could it be? Jehoshaphat? <laughs> good. James Jehoshaphat flipping. Much better. I All right, good. Uh, you know, m- more men should be speaking up against it. You know, it's, it's uh, um, been a very woman-driven um, movement, which is great. I'm happy about that, but right. um, it would be... Yeah, but then I what do you like think about the extent to, to what... men standing up and saying, okay, yeah, I totally am with you. How can I help? That kind of thing. And which I, I haven't seen much of in the media. Well, I think that's fair, but there's also a lot of this whole, like you said, you know, piggybacking on mm-hmm. this motion. Like, I was part of this to begin with, and I was always... And I think potentially some of that, especially from these public figures, in a need to protect one's brand or status or whatever it may be, is the uh, tendency from some people to say all men are complicit in this? You know, all men in some ways. Hey, you you might have a vile face right now, but it's out there. That's, that's a very that's a bit rich, isn't it? That's just not right. Well, you know, you've heard of the term, you know, feminazi. I mean, that's uh, yeah. you know, that's a real perspective out there. Um, yeah, I, you know, no, you can't, you can't paint everyone with the same brush. I think that's really, um, again, not thinking about this, the the um, the issue in any real meaningful way. Right. Yeah. In many ways, it takes away from it because it's like uh, diminishing, in a way, what some women sadly really have gone through, yeah. and comparing that with maybe. I'm even just throwing an example out there, but like being catcalled or, or yeah, saying right. "Hey, tuts" or you know something like yeah, that, totally. Which is obviously but so think, so different. But to think that every man is is kind of in some way responsible for one man's behavior is just nonsense, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, for sure, or a group. Yeah. Um, but anyway, what else do we have in the old rundown here? In the old uh, getting through things. Today. How about this pet food stamps? Yes or no? Pet food stamps. Oh, and I didn't tell you about I didn't tell you about the Wendy's experience. Oh, the either. Wendy's. Let's go to Wendy's. I can't wait to know what the hell can happen at Wendy's. It's a Wendy's in Lynnhurst, New Jersey, okay? And it's not exactly on the corner 
but it's like almost on the corner. There's a bank on the corner, and then like set back is this Wendy's. Okay. So I mentioned that only to say that there's two different entrances to this Wendy's. One from the main road, one from the side Walk road. Walk up. Walk up entrances. It, well, no, but I'm talking about you could actually drive your car mm. in on the one side okay. and drive your car in from the main road also. Yeah. So I was going to the drive-thru. I'm a fat-ass American. You know, that's what I do. So I pulled in on the side. He is, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So I pulled in on the side road, and this other guy, very, very, you know, goomba, Italian, heavyset gentleman in a big truck, was coming the other way into the drive-thru. Now, I was waiting while these other two people went ahead of me, and that's fine. You know, they didn't see me or whatever. You know, I'm coming over and merging in, Mm -hmm. more or less, and this other guy is coming down. So... He, like, went to cut in front of me, more or less, after I've been yeah. waiting there for, you know, a good yeah. three minutes or five yeah. minutes, whatever it had been, while these other people went. And so I just kind of uh-uh, tapped my horn and oh, windows went yeah. down. I said, oh, excuse me, you know, hey, mate. You know, I didn't know I should <laughs> say that, but, you know, if I... If yeah, I it's not out there. I may have actually said... <laughs> hey, mate, that's my snag. <laughs> uh, so I said, you know, I'm, I'm waiting here. And he said, oh, well, you, this is the entrance or something. I said, no, but... I didn't come from the main road. I went from the side road. You know, I wasn't, you know, getting into it with the guy. I'm just kind of trying sure. to be. And he's like, well, and the guy was getting frustrated. I don't know why. I'm trying to explain to him that I'm waiting here. I didn't come in the same way you came in, but yeah. I was waiting online. Obviously, I was here before you. Yeah. Way, you just didn't, right? you know, you pretended not to see me, basically. So, um, he's like, well, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. You know, I'm coming in this way. Da, 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 da. And I said, look. I'm, you know, and then he, so then he just like rolled the window up on me more or less. So I said, okay. So when the next car that was sort of blocking my advance Mm -hmm. went, I said, I'm just going to go because I was waiting here. And then I just went around and and went right in. And there was no incident or anything. But I found it so interesting that there's some people, that would never even occur to me to get into it. Like, I, you know, we're all going to get, there's plenty of fucking burgers in the place. You know and, what I mean? Like, no one's in that much of a rush that... Yeah. And, and again, I was only more or less saying it because, God forbid, some other car comes behind him, I'll never get in here. You know what I mean? I'll just be waiting here all night. Like, yeah. all right, guys, hope you have a good one. You know, enjoy. I'm just trying to say, hey, I'm coming in here. Yeah, I was here before. Yeah, like, heads up. Just do more heads up. You know, I, you might not have seen yeah. me, whatever. And the guy, like, got an attitude with me. I'm just thinking to myself, right. wow, like, well, some people... Right. It actually kind of bothered me. I'm not going to lie. Right. Because it just means there's like no no politeness. No, yeah, no courtesy. And it's free. Yeah. It doesn't cost you anything. Yeah. So, okay, you know what? Yeah, I could see you were here before me. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, you know, it's a personal affront and like, no. how dare you be here before me? Right. And I wasn't trying to, you know, like, it's not like I had like come ripping into the parking lot and be like, hey, we'll lean on the horn, like, hold on a fucking second. Yeah. I'm coming in here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wasn't like that. Yeah. I was just like, oh, oh, excuse me. I'm just, you know. Yeah, I was here. Yeah, yeah. It's my turn. Right. Oh, so sorry. If this is England, it'd be completely different. Oh, I do apologize. Why don't you and both your friends get burgers before me? Be fine. Wouldn't that be great? Except, and then we'd be be going. And then we'd be going for fish and chips. Yeah. You know, not uh, that'd be fine. Not burgers. Yeah, and you would be. That'd be great. You would be too embarrassed to say anything. Yeah, exactly. And then I could go to the pint and have some. Yeah, you know, I could go to the pub and have some pints. Absolutely. Why your fish and chips? Good. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Watch the match. I just think it's watch the watch the the fuck. Of course, I can't think of the name of it. Cricket, Bali, Derby, 
Watch the derby. The derby. Yeah. There's a good football match going on, absolutely. Yeah, if there's a, or if there's a cricket match and somebody might throw a wicked googly. <laughs> oh my God. Here we go. Here we go. You knew it descend into this. Um, I love I really can't help it. Oh, really? Dare. So do I. Love Honestly. I, do you really? I was actually, I was watching it the do other night. Do you watch night. it at all on TV? I, you know, I, when I was younger and I had more time, I could absolutely spend five I would days love to. It. I want to watch cricket with you right. sometime because like I'm very into it but I don't know it that well yeah. when I studied in Australia briefly I yeah. watched a lot of it oh cool so anyway yeah no continue. no I love it I watched like I spent my entire youth watching cricket yeah. so is there like a league much like the Premier League yeah. and so who's your team in, in it's done in England it's done by counties huh so you have a county, but I didn't really watch much of that. I watched more um, international cricket, mm. went to a lot of games. Nice. And it's just wonderful. Like, Great way to spend a day. Like the West Indies, yeah. Sri Lanka, yeah. Pakistan. Yeah. And Australia, saw Australia a few times. Yeah. See, I watched a cricket match in New Zealand when we were there. So. Who, were, who were like some of the great bowlers that you saw when you went to these? Oh my goodness, did we see? I would, we went to see the West Indies down at the Oval, which is always the best place oh, to yeah. steal drums out yeah. and things like that. And they, they um, throw the the spinners right like they, the... um, you can have spinners West Indies generally did a f- um, four fast bowlers oh they do so oh, they're okay. going from one like one one um, rope and they're running yeah. like 100 metres to throw the ball yeah, 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 yeah. stuff like that but yeah. Um, um, yeah spinners always great Australia has it's a good tradition of spinners England too because it's like wet yeah. because you've got a ball with a seam yeah, yeah, So yeah. and you can shine up one side so it's spin one way or not the other yeah. and you can get a real real lot of spin so, and again once it hits the um, the, the ground yeah. depending whereabouts on the seam or the ball it hits it can fly one way or the other it's right. just, just yeah. like no, I love it. It's a great, it's a great game. Yeah. Um, I always had like a dream that like there would be a two-sport athlete who was both a baseball player and, and a cricket, cricket player. player. Someone like from go. someone from the Caribbean. It would have know? to be from the islands. Yeah. It's the only place really where both of those are yeah. played. And then like basically it would be a story whereby like the the guy <laughs> snuck into the Dominican Republic to play baseball and, oh, right. and then he go down to Haiti to. To, to play uh, cricket. Play cricket. Yeah. <laughs> I think you got the beginning of a, a radio play. What do you reckon? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you man. Do that. Start so, I actually do have to call my boss here about whatever this issue is. Okay. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? I mean, no, I haven't. I'm very unprepared. No, I'm just should we just should we just cut it? Let's uh, cut that now. Great. That, I'm I mean, going to make I mean, my dinner now. What are you going to have? Uh, fish sticks. I'm making fish sticks. Oh, nice. Is that going to be. Is that scrod? Is that rude? <laughs> What's God? <laughs> I'm not seeing anything right now. <laughs> Thank God it's radio. The most American podcast ever created. Oh, here's your blessing. Scrod is a—it's—it's uh, it's a term that for um, uh, Pollock. Uh, it's whatever was fresh. It's the, whatever oh, the fish was, oh, was that see. was fresher. Than God, me. no, no! I went to Hoff and got tilapia, and I'm making. Oh, it's tla- oh, you're making your. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm making my own fish sticks. Oh, yeah, very yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, beautiful. It's easy. You just cut them up, bread it, and oh, nice. stick it in the front. Yeah, yeah, it's delicious. That it sounds great. Yeah. All right. Well, while Anna goes and makes her fish sticks, <laughs> yeah, no scrub. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Ooh. That was great. You thought that was rude. You were very taken aback by that. I wouldn't touch I'm... any scrub. Not your scrub. <laughs> I'm going to call my boss and see what this is all about. Excellent. So uh, that's Flipping Out Radio, the most American podcast ever created. With, with a side of British. Yeah, absolutely. Right, a good, good dollop of British. Yeah, there. very, very much a healthy dollop, I'd say. This has been a Flipping Out Radio production. The preceding. 
was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you.